Hi, I'm Latresa. And I'm Clancy. And we are a mother-daughter duo that shares a love and admiration for all things Elvis. On this podcast, you can expect a deep dive into the life of Elvis Presley. We will discuss books written by Elvis's friends, family members, and others who knew him best. We will critique and enjoy Elvis movies, concerts, and music with those who grew up listening to his music, watching his movies, enjoying his concerts, and hopefully inspiring a new generation of Elvis fans along the way. With all the misconceptions surrounding Elvis, we want to remember his life and his legacy. The man, the friend, the entertainer, and the philanthropist. This podcast is dedicated to those of us who celebrate the life of one of the greatest entertainers of all times. Let's Talk Elvis! Hey guys, it's Clancy and Latresa, and welcome back to the Let's Talk Elvis podcast. We apologize, it's been a while, we've had technical difficulties, Latresa's in Florida, I'm in Tennessee, we've not seen each other, and when we have, it's been crazy, so better late than never, we'll always come back. (laughs) We, We would love to get it every week if we could, but... Life happens sometimes, and it just doesn't happen, so. Not apologizing for being in Florida. Much needed. You should, because I'm not there. (laughs) Okay. So today's topic is the Circle G Ranch. And horses. And horses. Elvis and his love. It might seem like a pretty random topic. And I'm the one that kind of thought of it, and I thought, are we going to have enough to even do a whole episode? But I feel like you can't really learn about Elvis without learning about his love of horses, because a lot of his Memphis Mafia guys and Priscilla have all said that when they look back on their time with Elvis, when they owned Circle G and were riding horses and things around Graceland and the ranch, it was their favorite time, and that was when he was the happiest. Yes. So it's a really fun topic, I think. And something that they still they still have horses at Graceland today, but we'll get to that later. Yes. Well, um I think it's a it's an important part of of Elvis history. Um I agree have great love for horses and um and it was a it was a um it was a part of his um like you say, he he not only um had a horse, but he basically bought everyone that he knew and loved along the way horses. So he liked to share the love. Um, so you want to get started? Yeah. Um, the books that I used for information this time were Jerry Schillings, who is one of the Memphis Mafia members that worked with Elvis and his book is called uh, Me and a Guy Named Elvis. It's one of my favorites if you haven't read it. And uh, Priscilla's book, Elvis and Me, another one of my favorites. And then George Klein, another friend, um, classmate from high school and Memphis Mafia member uh, who he called GK. His book was um, Elvis, My Best Man. So those are the books that I read, just in case you're wondering, but. Like I said earlier, both Priscilla and Jerry said that when they looked back 
on their time with Elvis that he they that was their favorite time. I even have a quote from Priscilla. If I can find it, I've got all kinds of papers everywhere. If you hear them rustling around, I've got pages and pages of notes to share with you guys. That the happiest she ever saw Elvis was when he developed a passion for horses. So, um, before the love of horses started was Elvis called Jerry Schilling over to Graceland for breakfast, which was pretty odd because they didn't normally have formal breakfast at Graceland. Especially considering they usually were, their breakfast was usually when everybody else was going to sleep, but, or winding down for the day. But Jerry said about a week before Christmas, 1966, yes, 1966, Elvis invited him over for breakfast and told him he wanted to buy Priscilla a horse for Christmas and ask if it would be all right if he also bought Jerry's girlfriend Sandy one too, so that Priscilla would have someone to ride with. Elvis had had a, um, an experience on a, one of his early films where a horse spooked and kind of ran away with him on, on the horse. And he was a little scared of him at the time. And, of course, Jerry agreed. So he said they took off in a big old pickup truck to see local horseman William Spence, who had managed horses at Graceland for the previous owners and ran the Graceland Saddle Club on the adjacent property. Which you have some cool facts about Graceland before Elvis bought it. Yeah, yeah. Um, before Elvis brought, bought Graceland, it was actually known, um, it was a cattle farm. And when he bought it in 1957, it, it, had, the, it had the cattle, it had, uh, the barn was actually air-conditioned before the mansion was air-conditioned. Um, and... Uh, there was farm equipment and everything there that he actually got along with Graceland. So, so Graceland was fully equipped to, to have horses a, set up to have horses that had a barn and stable, you know. Yes, it was that. a barn. It was a all working barn. Yes. He bought Priscilla a horse that she named Domino, or it may have already been named Domino. Don't know that. Do you? In her book, she says that she he had he was solid black, but he had some white to him. So she said that his name had to be Domino when he brought her. Okay, so um, and Sandy got a horse, and also he got one for his cousin Patsy, so that the three of them could ride together. I think they hang out all the time, and he got horses so that the three of them could ride together, and. Um, Priscilla loved it. She absolutely loved riding horses and she begged Elvis. Every time she got a chance, she was trying to get Elvis to get on horseback. And as you said, Elvis was, he was kind of a little spooked because he had had a bad experience. So he was not that thrilled about getting on a horse. And so it took her a long time to actually talk him into it. But once that she convinced him to ride Domino, he was hooked, and it wasn't long before he had his own horse. Yeah, and an, another reason that he had invited Jerry over, and Jerry didn't have a lot of experiences with horses either, but when they went to go look at horses, Jerry was the guinea pig, and Elvis would make him get up on the horses to try them out to see their temperament and everything because he wasn't going to get on it. So... um 
Jerry also said that Priscilla was a natural-born rider and would often ride bareback. And she said Elvis, before he started riding, would would watch her ride around uh, Graceland from his upstairs window, which is cool. I've like been there before, looking and thinking of of him watching her ride. Um, and it said, like we were talking, Graceland included a rundown barn, stable, and corral fences. And uh, once Elvis started getting into horses, he decided he wanted to fix all of that up. So they were taking trips almost every day to Sears to the basement to buy new equipment and to buy new horses because he wanted everyone to have a horse. And pretty soon, the whole inner circle, all the Memphis Mafia, their wives, his family, they all had a horse. Whether they rode him or not, they had one. And And, uh, he bought himself the horse and... He found himself a golden Palomino. Palominos are my favorite horses. Um, he bought himself a golden Palomino quarter horse, and um, then his name was Rising Sun, and that was one of his very favorite horses that he had. And, of course, then he named the barn at Graceland House of Rising Sun. And, and he, he even, actually painted that on the side of the barn. I think that's pretty cute. And he was uh, with horses. Yeah, Jerry said that when he decided that he liked horses and needed one of his own, that he was the hardest rider to find a horse for because the daredevil side of him wanted, wanted an animal that was the strongest and the fastest, but he was still a little nervous. So he also wanted a well trained and dependable horse, and that the first horse that they bought was easy to handle and too tame. So they went out looking for another one. And when they found Rising Sun, the man, his daughter had won shows with Rising Sun and everything. And they were looking to get rid of him. And the man said, you know, if people know that it's Elvis wanting to buy a horse, they could rip you off. I'm not going to do that. I just want the horse to go to a good home. So Elvis made Jerry hop on. And Jerry said Rising Sun, like, took off. And ran away with him, and Elvis thought it was hilarious. And that rising sun came back and acted like he was going to run into Elvis, and Elvis loved him immediately. And Jerry said it was almost like rising sun was like testing out Elvis as much as Elvis was testing out him. They were kind of studying each other, and Elvis was instantly in love with him. And I think he had a really special bond with rising sun. But Jerry said that it took him a while to get really comfortable as a rider, but he rode a little bit longer and a little bit harder every day. And in just a couple of weeks, he looked like a natural. So um, Jerry also said that the more horses that he got, the more things that he wanted to do to the barn and things to fix up Graceland. And he said, here was Elvis Presley finding satisfaction in wiping cobwebs out of an old barn, nailing up planks and painting fence posts. And that he kept a yellow legal pad in the kitchen with notes on what wanted to be done so he wouldn't forget. So I think that's cool, too. He wanted to do it all himself. He got so into it, and he wanted to make all of the repairs himself. I think that was a good stress reliever for him, too, because he was doing those movies that he wasn't very fond of. And uh, I think it was a good way for him to do something that he felt like was productive and something that he enjoyed. 
Yeah, even Jerry, he said that the horses gave him a way to escape the pressures and burdens he felt in his life. And George Klein said while Elvis was unhappy with the, with his movies, with the songs, and they were at the time declining in popularity, record sales were down, like he had something that he could be in charge of and that the horses returned his love and expected nothing else in return from him. And, I mean, even the people who loved him and his family, you know, they still, he paid all the bills and he yeah, was they all off. depended on him. Yeah. He, he had he, so many people depended on him. Yeah. And these horses, they just loved him back, you know, and I, I think that really is what made him get into it so much. So, um. Priscilla also said that said uh, he he also eventually got a uh, Tennessee walk, Walker who he nicknamed Bear, and he rode the Tennessee Walker Bear in full show regalia, and would put on a fancy high stepping show, and that he would often turn. They rode late afternoons, well into the evenings at Graceland, and um. Elvis would often turn the rides into shows for the fans at the gates so that they would ra- he would race down the long slope in front of Graceland and strut back and forth before the fans demonstrating how well he could ride. And he would race the guys while the fans cheered him on. And um, he this all while he was in full Western riding gear, of course, including caps, because he did nothing halfway. <laughs> That's true. And you can, can you just imagine the fans? You know they just that just I would give anything to watch that. That would have so been cool. cool. I love yeah. to watch. If you look on YouTube, there's some videos of them riding horses, and it's fun to watch. It is. It is. Well, I have several different uh, accounts of how he actually found the Circle G Ranch. Um, I'm I'm not sure which one is accurate. Um, the, we'll go with the one you were talking about, the one in Priscilla's book. We'll go with that one. But um, but I was going to go over the ones that I had found. And, um, you know, when you find this information, um, sometimes if you weren't there, you really don't know um, how much of it is fact. I, I would say that Priscilla's account is probably the most accurate account because she was actually there. Uh, but um, but Circle G ended up, it was about 10 miles from Graceland in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Uh, I didn't realize how close it was to Graceland uh, when I had heard about it you know, you think Mississippi, and of course, if you've been to Memphis, it's just across the river from Mississippi. But, um, but you know, I, I just thought it was farther away. But it was only ten miles from Graceland. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. So, uh, but in February in 1967, I have three different accounts. I have an account where Elvis was riding on his motorcycle, and he passed by, and saw the property. Um, then I have an, um, an encounter where Priscilla was driving around and she found it. And then I have another one where Elvis and his entourage were in Mississippi on a horse spree. 
and Elvis spotted it. So uh, those were the three encounters that I found. Um, Elvis spotted a 65-foot white cross that was overlooking um, a man-made lake, and he found out that the property was for sale. Um, so that, those are the three accounts that I have of how he, uh, how he actually found the farm. If you want to share your Priscilla account. So she said that, uh, that it, it was February, 1967, like you said, that they were driving near Horn Lake, Mississippi when they spotted the ranch. It was 160 acres of rolling hills. Like you said, it had a big white cross. There was a white bridge, Oh, uh, it was beautiful. She said it was her dream home. And Elvis loved it, too. They both immediately fell in love with it. And that Elvis had one of the guys walk up and not tell him who it was for, but ask the owner what they were asking for and bought it on the spot. No negotiations whatsoever. We've also heard different um, accounts of the price. Priscilla said it was 500000 and we've heard in the fours, so close to 500000 Yeah, it was yeah. 4000 I've got 4337000 uh, yeah. So, um, anywhere from there to 500000 yeah, close to five hundred thousand, and um, and also as we're reading this, you know Priscilla's account, he could have been with the entourage looking for horse buying and riding around. That could, he, she could have been with him, and that could have been the actual account. Yeah. I would think that's probably more accurate than the motorcycle. I've only found that motorcycle story in one place. Yeah, uh, but the name of the farm was originally Twinkle Town Farm which is a very strange name for a working better farm. Yes. Um, but he gave, he paid $5,000 um, on the spot on the asking price for the house, the cattle, the farm equipment, and the 160 acres of land. And it, um, also in Priscilla's book, she said that, Vernon tried every way in the world to persuade Elvis that it was not a good move financially because his movies weren't doing as well. His record sales were down. It just wasn't the best time to be buying a almost half a million dollar ranch. But that um, Elvis was in, insisted that he wanted it and to figure it out. So Vernon went to the bank and borrowed the money, putting Graceland up as collateral. So that already is a little scary. You know, it, it ended up, they loved the ranch, but it ended up being a giant money pit. And Priscilla said that neither he nor Vernon ever thought of turning it into a profit-making operation, but they definitely could have. They had all of the resources to make money off of it, but they never thought to, talked about it, tried to. So, um, the he automatically, all the equipment, yeah, they could have turned it into a working farm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and Elvis started going crazy buying, and from both Priscilla, Jerry, and GK's books, they were just saying he was so unhappy with his career, and this was one thing that he could control, and he just kind of lost his mind buying stuff, like. And Jerry even said, like, it, 
in the past when Elvis had bought him things, it was so special because he had thought of him and, you know, picked it out especially for him and chose him. But at this point in time, that he said anything that he bought wasn't special because he was literally just throwing truck keys around. And one time he bought him a truck and he Jerry was insisting that he didn't want it or need it. So Elvis turned to the electrician or something and was like, hey, do you want do you want a new truck? And the guy was like, sure. And he threw him the key. So that just showed it. Well, he wasn't like, Oh, Jerry needs this. Jerry would really like this. He was just spending money, exactly. throwing it at anybody who would take it. So he bought trucks for each family, the plumber and painter spending a hundred thousand dollars on trucks alone. And this is in 1967. I mean, yeah. yeah. Trucks were very inexpensive, well, compared to now. He also had about 40 horses and house trailers onto the property. Trailers for the guys and their families to live at because it just had a tiny little ranch home. And, well, with his his entourage couldn't all fit in there, so he had concrete poured and bought mobile homes for them to come. Um. Jerry. This was also a time when he and Priscilla, they had just, they were basically newly, newlyweds. They had just uh, married. And so it was yeah. a place where they could be alone. And, and, um, and I remember in Priscilla's book where she talks about basically getting to play the wife and, and take care of him herself. And that was a very special time, yeah. but they all rode together. They ate together at the house and, and spent a lot of good time together um, but the story about how the farm became uh, the Circle G from Twinkletown Farms to to uh, Circle G. You want to share that story? So this is from George Klein's book. He said that most think that the Circle G was the G in the Circle G was after Graceland. And that's always what I thought. But he said that when the guys were with Elvis throwing around names, for the ranch that Alan Fortas said, I think, yeah, Alan Fortas said Circle G, and Elvis thought Graceland, too, and immediately didn't like it. And Alan said, no, the G is for Gladys, which was Elvis's mother's name, and that it, it immediately stuck. And I I definitely could see that happen. Like, I, I think that is true. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, too. And it could be could be for both too. I mean, they both start with G. So, but yeah. I could see him absolutely naming it after his mom. So I, I think that's a. Uh, I think I could see that being an accurate account of the name. Right. Exactly. And by 1968, the ranch had become such a financial burden mm-hmm. that um, Elvis. Um, you know, Vernon was was worried. He was very concerned because, like you say, Elvis's movies were not doing as well. His songs were not doing as well. He was just putting one film out after another. And I think that he was, I think he had to leave. He was at, at uh, the ranch and he had to leave to go. I believe it was Clam Bake is the movie that he had to leave yeah. to go and uh, and and begin filming for. So um, 
he he got to where he couldn't spend a whole lot of time at the ranch and it was you know it was becoming a financial burden so in 1969 the ranch was sold for four hundred and forty thousand dollars so they either broke even or lost a little bit of money well they Um, definitely lost after all that he put bought they definitely lost Uh, also they had lisa marie at that point and i'm sure it would be hard to move a baby and all of her stuff to oh, yeah. the ranch. Right. Um, Funny story about Charlie Hodge and Lamar Fike, uh, two of the members of the Memphis Mafia. Um, Lamar Fike, if you remember, was, was, a, was a heavier uh, guy. And Charlie Hodge was a very small man, I guess you could say. He was, he was short. Um, but anyway, uh, they each, of course, had a horse. So Lamar mounted on Charlie's horse, and the horse immediately started backing up. And uh, Lamar grabbed the reins and started yelling, whoa. But the horse ended up flipping over backward with Lamar on, on uh, the back of it. And he wasn't hurt, but he did... Uh, have a large bruise on his leg where the horse stepped on him and i can only imagine the poor horse because charlie i'm sure didn't weigh half of what or probably i don't know he was a lot smaller man than lamar was so he probably had no idea what was on him but anyway the horse um was never the same after that charlie said charlie complained he went in one day and was growling about how uh, his horse would only go backward after that. And Elvis laughed and he told Charlie to turn the saddle around and ride him backwards. So I thought that was a pretty funny story. I can just hear uh, Elvis laughing about that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Another one is, um, and I've heard at Graceland that Elvis named the horse after the mayor after he renamed highway 51 to elvis presley boulevard so i don't know which one is true but i think this is worth sharing george klein said elvis was buying so many horses it became hard to name them all and at the time mayor ingram of memphis was pushing to have the mid-south coliseum renamed the elvis presley coliseum so elvis returned the favor by naming one of the horses mayor ingram so whether it was this story or the road, he still had a horse that he named after the mayor of Memphis. I thought that was cool. I've got another story about uh, Priscilla's horse, Domino. Um, I've heard her tell the story about um, the, the Domino died and um, Elvis was in Las Vegas getting ready to go on and perform. And mm-hmm. Vernon... Um, apparently wasn't thinking about it that much, but he walked up to Priscilla right before uh, the show started and he told her that uh, Domino had died. And so she was upset over it and it made Elvis really angry at his dad for telling her mm-hmm. at that time. But um, Elvis went on during the the concert and performed the song Bridge Over Troubled Water. And it he pointed to... Um, Priscilla and, and told her that he was singing it for her. Um, yeah, he said, this is for you. This is for you. So I thought that was really sweet. That was a special moment between I them. Story, and now I can't listen to that song without thinking about it. 
And if you listen to the lyrics, it's so sweet. It is. I, I, I think the same thing. After her horse died. I think the same thing every time I hear it. Yeah. So that's about it for Circle G and the horses. But if you want to know anything else, make sure to message us either on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a review if you like what you hear or at Let's Talk Elvis Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. We try to keep check on our messages there and we love to hear from you guys so and uh follow us on tiktok uh, at let's talk elvis podcast as well and we have some exciting things coming up we have a giveaway after our trip to graceland in february we got a little something and uh, we're gonna try to do better about recording episodes we do this for fun so sometimes if life is too crazy we just aren't able to get it together but we try our best and we love we love doing this together and hope you guys love to listen speaking of fun uh We are going to have a giveaway soon, and it's actually going to be an Easter giveaway. So we thought that it would be a great idea to do a a little scavenger hunt, slash Easter egg hunt, if you will. But uh, we're going to try to come up with with a fun idea to, uh, to give away a prize or two. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.